Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. The podcast all about getting people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, and the music that have soundtracked their journey. So join me as we open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop Podcast. I'm joined today by the incredible singer-songwriter, acoustic cover lover, Alex Norman. Welcome to the Waffle Shop. Thank you. Thank you, Taylor. How are you doing? I'm good. Very good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Optimistic. <laughs> yeah, optimistic about 2021. Well, I think you're the only one, so... Yeah. Well done for uh, that. I do, I do. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's because I'm, I'm having conversations with people about uh, bookings and, and things like that again, which literally has just not happened uh, yeah. over the last probably eight eight to nine months nothing early you know absolutely nothing so it's sort of um picking me back up again it's refilling me it's it's giving me my mojo back so yeah it's, it's starting to make me feel a lot more optimistic about this year and um give me a lot more drive you know a lot more there's ambition. a bit of like a, a light at the end of the tunnel now isn't there obviously we're going into a new year we've got the vaccines on the horizons so i mean i for one i cannot wait to get back to a gig festival yeah. like i had three holidays cancelled last year i was bothered but i was more bothered about the gigs and the festivals that got cancelled like, yeah i cannot definitely. wait to get back out there i, I know right it's, it, it it feels like someone's taken an, a, a, like a limb off me uh, that's the only way i can describe it it's, it's like I, something's really been missing over this last year and it's, it's yeah. just sort of desire to go out and actually perform and and, and sort of you know 
release that know, <laughs> in a performance. Well, it must yeah. be, isn't it? Because it's, it's one thing being in the crowd watching, you know, someone like, you know, your favourite songs, whatever it might be. But to be actually performing and getting that kind of interaction back, like I can't imagine like the buzz you must get just yeah. by standing there with your guitar. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Seeing people, you know, getting up, dancing, singing along and, and not only that, but sort of, you know, performing the sort of really special songs for people that, you know, yeah. the, the tearjerkers that, you know, you, you're playing things like the aisle walk when the bride's walking down the, the aisle and you see the, <laughs> the, the dad of the, of the bride crying his eyes out. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's amazing, mate. It's amazing. That's, you that's kind of don't want to smile and laugh, but you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm making it, you cry. <laughs> I, I, I seem to do this thing where I, I get on the level of of I, I, I feel really emotionally invested with with yeah. every sort of. You know, if, if I play a wedding, for instance, I, I really get like into the family almost, and and like I, 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 I almost feel what they feel. So when I see someone crying because the bride's walking down the aisle, I myself I'm like. <clears throat> I've got a man up. Oh. Got a, can't cry, can't cry. No, but I, <laughs> I've not cried at all uh, yet uh, at a gig, and, and long may that continue. Um, because yeah, I don't think crying behind the microphone is a good look. Uh, <laughs> Full on wailing behind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure you're probably not going to be the first, and I'm pretty sure you're not going to be the last. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's heart wrenching stuff, man. It is honestly. It's when you've got when you've got an emotional string in your body honestly you you, you do you, you get really drawn into it all and yeah it, I'm, um, I'm like that with these tenders so I, I, I feel <laughs> it mate I don't know what it is I literally any every other soap not really that interested in these tenders it's like it's like they're family <laughs> really who's your favorite eastender I'm so lonely <laughs> this is actually a cry for help Who, um, <laughs> who's your favorite eastender Favourite EastEnder. Do you know what? I'd probably say the Slaters. You can't beat because, the Slaters. No, I think because no, you know one... what you're getting. Oh, Honestly, <laughs> like, there's that one scene, isn't there? That, you're not my mother. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. That scene, oh. That's stuck with me forever. I think. Do you know what's really funny? Like this is, again, while we're on the topic of EastEnders, I obviously recorded that episode with Janine and I was watching Gogglebox the other night. And, um, oh, what's his name? I got a forgot. Joe Swash was on a program and he said, like, he never got to record like a duff duff moment. And this is going to sound so cheesy, but I sat there with a big smile on my face thinking, I did. <laughs> and I wasn't even in the show. It was so pathetic. I was like, I've made it. Yeah. <laughs> sat there by myself watching Gogglebox in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's all good. You've got to take the wins. You've got to take oh, every win you can. Exactly. I want to kind of go back because every time I get a musician on the show, it really interest, interests me how their journey started and what kind of inspired them to get into music. Can you remember, like, the first time like you picked up a guitar? Like, what, what inspired you to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... it's um. It's a funny story actually, because uh, I actually, the first time I actually learned to play guitar, I very first learned to play guitar when I was probably 10 years old or something like that, when I first picked up the guitar and, yeah. and I learned literally Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Like, do, do, do. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, Classic. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Banger. You know, it's, it's a, it's it's a common wedding. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? First dances, yeah. <laughs> so 
um, but yeah, so that's that's the very first song that I ever learned was 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 Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, and I think just that uh, and and showing people that I could play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star gave me a real buzz. Gave me like, yeah. I, I loved showing people, and and I, I really expected people to be impressed by what I was doing, you know, even though it was probably absolutely awful. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think just just being able to pick up an instrument, do something, make a noise with it, that that represents a tune was like wow like look, look at this look at this thing i can do so then i started learning sort of slightly more complex songs yeah now it does get more com- complex Old McDonald. <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah it literally is that's actually on my set list believe it or not old mcdonald um yeah, yeah. so uh I, I started learning sort of more complex songs and so and my brother used to teach me right so so he 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 used to uh, be in a band at his school he used to come back and play a guitar oh, look at this one and and then I'd sort of learn literally just from watching him and he yeah. passed me a guitar and I'd copy him and then so uh I, I kind of just did that really for a little bit and, and then I found this website which you can look at a load of chords for a load of songs uh which is brilliant by the way so any if there's any guitarists listening it's the ultimate guitar I'm sure you definitely would have heard of it it's like the musician's bible but um so then I ended up just printing off loads and loads of different like you know chord guides and things like that watching YouTube videos and just just like really self-teaching you know yeah. and, and and sort of then kind of getting to the point where I'm, I'm playing chords where I'm strumming the songs and uh not singing at this point yet probably maybe 14 15 years old at this point uh, I'm not really at this point I'm not going half a level learning the guitar I'm just picking it up every yeah. now and, again and uh, you know I'm playing but then uh, I got my first gig when I was uh, I think 17 years old it was a surprise 50th and I played four songs um for for somebody um honestly i would i would love to listen to that back now because at the time i thought <laughs> honestly at the time i thought i was the bee's knees but uh, yeah i think uh, wait was this know, before even, oh yeah it would have happened by then i was about to say was this like before puberty or after hip, puberty yeah I, I realized yeah, 17 puberty by 17 yeah yeah <laughs> i wasn't that late good, good for you <laughs> some of us were late bloomers yeah i mean yeah i mean it might have been good to hit the high notes but yeah um certainly <laughs> If anything, my voice might have still been breaking. I probably had that horrendous teenage, you know, that gristly sort of voice. The twang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so that, that was my first gig. So before then, I'd like sort of play the guitar to my friends and, uh, and you know, they'd sing along to certain songs or whatever, which, which again, I got a real buzz out of. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and then I played my first gig and that was like, uh, like oh my God, like I'm playing to love the street. <laughs> you know, it, I was like, honestly, I was a nervous wreck, an absolute nervous yeah. wreck. Um, and then, yeah, I guess from, from there, and then I, I started working in a nightclub in Coventry after that, uh, when I was 18. And that kind of, to be honest with you, that was like the cool thing. That was, uh, so I did that for three years and I really kind of threw myself at that, you know, got, got up to like a supervisor and then into like the assistant manager yeah. role. And, and, you know, do you know what I mean? And that was my lifestyle, working in this nightclub and, and, and sort of being that sort of barman, sort of cool kind of kid type, but you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so during that period, I didn't do that much music um, because I was so into that and I was so into that lifestyle, late nights, uh, sleeping into the afternoon, getting up and, you know, stocking up the fridges. You know, I just, I loved it, right? And, I, and that yeah. was what I, where my attention was at the time, I guess. I still played the guitar. Probably not, weren't it? It was, Johnny, it was, it was that normal period of kind of time where yeah. you did throw yourself into like your first job and, and you, I think everyone has that, that job like from years ago that they they just fell in love with yeah definitely definitely and yeah it, it was it was really cool right and i learned i learned an awful lot from that job as well and met a, a load of cool people which mm. actually later on down the line c- came on to help me which i guess i'll get to in a minute 
But um, yeah, so I started working in this nightclub, didn't, didn't really do much music. And then I probably got to maybe age 23, 24. And I started sharing videos on like uh, social media. So I started on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I, I was putting, at the time on Instagram, you could only upload uh, sec, uh, 15 second videos. So I, I kind of made it my thing to do 15, hashtag 15 second covers. Uh, and I grew my profile um, quite, you know, it, this was an old profile that I had as well. Grew my profile from that. And um, and then it was just, again, it was that it was that feedback I was getting from people. The positive yeah. feedback I was getting from people was, was such such a driver. It, it was like, oh my God, people actually really like what I'm doing here. And it, it just gave me it such It gets fun. addictive, don't it? Massively, it gets like, massively I, want, I just want to keep going just to see, to, not even necessarily getting the feedback, but it's just like getting yeah. my stuff out there, getting myself out there and just, exactly. just seeing what happens. Seeing how far I can expose myself, you know, and there was, you know, people all over the world commenting and, and you know, interacting with me, which was amazing, right? And so it, it, it was sort of then moved into a world of sharing stuff via social media um, and um, through that, so as that sort of developed, I probably did that for a couple of years, getting better and better, learning more songs um, and, you know, increasing the complexity yeah. and just getting better, really, um, and more confident. And uh, then I got a message from somebody who worked at Grosvenor Casino uh, in Coventry. So, you know, with the Rico. Oh, arena. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So G Casino. Um, somebody uh, messaged me who was sort of uh, the promotions manager from there. And they said that they were running a talent contest. Uh, it was like a regional talent contest. There was yeah. like, people from Leicester, Wolverhampton, Birmingham. You know, it's like a Midlands based thing. Quite a big deal, right? So I, um, I, I went to the qualifying round, the heat, uh, I guess. And uh, I was up against, uh, do you know a guy called Alex Harry? So Alex Harry, right? You, you, if Why you don't do know I him, know that name? Yeah, if you don't know him now, you will know him in, in the next few weeks uh, at, you know, at the point of this recording because he's, he's currently on The Voice, right? And, he, and he's just um, made it Ollie Murs turn his chair on, on, on The Amazing. Voice. The guy's incredible, right? He's probably the best musician that I know personally in Coventry. Yeah. Um, really, really talented guy, like incredibly talented guy. And um, I yeah, love so, stuff like yeah. that, especially when they're local. Yeah, I could get a real buzz. I don't even know him. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, right? But finally, I, I, I genuinely am really happy for him um, because he's he's getting the exposure that he he deserves. You know, it's he, you know he's so good. He's so good. You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I was up against him in the heat, right? And he played this incredible song. I'd never heard it before. Really, really cool acoustic song. And I, I came out with. Um, I think I played like Marvin Gaye, "Let's Get It On" or something cheesy like that. Anyway, I, I ended up getting through. Right, I ended up getting beaten, beating Alex in this in this heat, and it was it was it was an absolute travesty. It should never have happened. Like, he <laughs> honestly, he he definitely should have beat me. Um, but anyway, I got through, and I got through to the final against loads of other incredible musicians. One guy was like belting out huge opera songs, uh, and there was like uh, you know a real good mixture of acts, and and there's little me on my guitar. First thing I've ever really, <laughs> my first competition I've ever entered. But uh, yeah, so I got a load of people down there, a load of people supporting me, and um, basically I ended up winning this 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 contest. Basically, uh, mate, and, and that, yeah, I know it was incredible. Um, so I played like this acoustic version of, do you know, Kygo Firestone. Yeah, 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 great tune, great tune. So, um, so I played that, and I, I think yeah, so I ended up winning this thing, and it was like a thousand pound cash prize. It was not, it wasn't like that's amazing. You know, no, it, it was it was worth doing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, but not only that, but I also made a good few contacts from winning that. And and 
I was also invited back to perform in the show bar a few times as well. So yeah, that, that I've got to say that the turning point for me was definitely winning that contest. And that, that gave me such confidence to say, do you know what? I can, I actually am good at what I do here. I can actually go on and, and That's you know, be fearless. I can be fearless and in approaching things. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it gave me that sort of real fire in my stomach to, to keep going at it. So, so anyway, yeah, I was, I, you know, so I did that and, um, you know, from there, got a load more gigs, got weddings and things like that started popping up, which were brilliant. Um, and then John Dazal, who hosts uh, Free Radio, uh, he, yeah. I met him working at Jumping Jacks, basically. He used to host the Miss I was Bang. going to ask you, like, which um, nightclub you worked at. Yeah, Jumping Jacks, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so he used to host the misbehavior nights on a Tuesday evening, the student nights, um, where <laughs> the students used to basically come in and get shit faced and, and do yeah. shots. Uh, you know, I remember episode. once I went to one of those when I was in sixth form, and someone I think they got dared to eat like dog food or something, and they did it for like four <laughs> WKD blues, yeah, UK yeah, blues, I think it was. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> This is yeah, not it was, what we it should was, be doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, yeah. it, it was carnage, to be fair. They, they were good fun. Those nights were good fun. Uh, yeah, we, we saw a lot of uh, naked people on the stage um, because, you know, so it, no, it was good. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, anyway, so uh, so John Dazal, who I'd, who I'd kind of met and, and got to know from, you know, not crew nights yeah. out and things like that. He, yeah, he messaged me just out of the blue asking me if I wanted to perform at the Coventry Christmas light switch on. Uh, and I was like, "That's amazing!" What? Like, what? So, <laughs> so then, yeah. So, so obviously, I said yes. Um, and I was like, quivering wreck up on the stage. It was freezing cold as well. I remember it was absolutely freezing cold. And there were seven thousand people in the crowd, all looking at me, like just, oh, like, whoa, like sort of thing. Like I, I'd never done anything like that before. So it was. I played events. I, I, I played events that uh, like corporate events where there'd been nearly a thousand people there, but they were all yeah. dining and things like that. So it, it, it didn't quite have the same. You don't quite have the same attention. People are in their conversation, no. just background music. But this one was like, you want a big, massive screen above you. You've got a huge screen above you. You've got... Um, that kind of thing is like Christmas traditions for some people. I remember as yeah. a kid, like every time there was a Christmas light switch on, like we would go like as a family to watch it happen. So it is, it's, a, it's a big deal. Massive. I was, I was on two acts before Fleur East. Do you know, you know Fleur East on the X Factor? Then, I you know, know Fleur East. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, and obviously she was a real big deal, you know, big, bigger deal uh, at the time than I was anyway, <laughs> slightly. <laughs> um, no, um, but yeah, so I was on two acts before Fleur East and uh, yeah, I, so I did that and that, that again built my profile and, and a, a load more people saw uh, what I was doing, saw that I was getting tagged, loads of, loads of positivity just flying yeah. around. So, and that's really, I guess it's just making sure that you don't lose momentum really on that. Yeah. And then. From then, I'm just I'm, I'm getting more and more bookings. I, I, you know, I'm I'm playing all the way around the country for corporate events and things like boxing shows and things like that. Mad mad events like I've done boxing, ballroom, uh, cage fighting uh, events. Like <laughs> uh, I know cage fighting events. Yeah, yeah, literally, you just stand in the middle of the octagon playing my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I People getting the kick, the shit kicked out of the next year. <laughs> 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 literally, literally singing old McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't know whether it's like uh it was a subliminal thing they were trying to do to calm the crowd down let's get let's get a guy <laughs> with a guitar to calm everyone down but yeah um but yeah they're really cool events really really good events like really like, like you know flash events uh, a lot of money gets pumped into them yeah. and uh yeah a lot of people attend uh and yeah brilliant events 
all up and down the country. And then, yeah, I, I guess it's just sort of the things like the weddings and things like that. And the big weddings that people have, like um, the, the biggest ones I've done are like the Indian weddings, the Asian weddings are yeah. fantastic. Really, really good. So I had a, I've had a streak of those. I've been to uh, France, Italy, uh, doing those. It's insane. Uh, yeah, and I've been, and then it's sort of once somebody sees that you've been playing abroad for somebody else's wedding, it's sort of like, hang on, okay, so yeah, it's I like a domino effect, isn't it? Mate, massively. So I think I think the main thing for me is just sort of that that sort of got me there. I guess yeah. is the consistency and and pushing through. At times I, I could have easily gave up, right? Yeah. And um, you know, there's there's times in the past as well where I've had to make real real uh, significant changes in my life as well to yeah. enable the opportunity i guess so it's just kind of really believing in in your ability to do it and, and, yeah. and giving up it just just keep going keep going and with um, that have you because obviously i'm in a fairly similar position like there's been times yeah, throughout this thing where i've you know it's got the better of me i'm like it's, it's too much this that and the other what when you you've got to those kind of points like what have you done to kind of push through that you know because we're our own like worst critic aren't we yeah. so when those moments hit what what do you do to push past that yeah i guess uh, one one thing that you, you you shouldn't be afraid to do is just take some time take some time to just collect your Definitely. thoughts organize your thoughts and 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 then make a plan of action i guess and and then but but I think the key thing here is is that you don't stop believing in yourself. It, and that's, that sounds cheesy and it sounds so cliche, yeah. but that's it's so true. Like if if at any point I thought, oh, you know what, I'm not good enough to do this, I, at any point you'd, you'd fall off, right? It's it's yeah. you completely fall off the wagon. So you, you've got to just just take some time, take some time, organize your thoughts, and. Um, and then generate that belief in yourself. Look back at what you've done, how far you've yeah. come, um, and, and think, do you know what? Like, I would not have made the progress I've made without there being something there. And let, let's focus in on that, focus on the positives. And, and let's, do you know what? I'm going to take this with both hands and get, start, get that competitive attitude on it again to say, I'm going yeah. to beat this. I'm going I'm to get through it. So, and there's also, you know, you know, like I say, it's, it's recognizing where you need to make changes and it's recognizing yeah. what you need to do for yourself to, to enable that and give yourself the, the biggest opportunity and, and, you know, the widest opportunity, I guess, um, to, to keep moving forward. Um, they're the key things I'd say from it, but yeah, I think it's, it's slightly different in my, uh, in my space because I think the, the, the thing that's kind of kept my momentum going is, is the fact yeah. that I, I completely uh keep keep this integrity keep my integrity as high as yeah. possible I, I never ever let anyone down uh, in fact there's, there's been once in the whole time that i've played uh, music for people only one occasion that i let someone down and that was because i put their gig in my calendar while i was over in america i came back to the uk the time zone shifted it and moved the gig to the next day uh, in my calendar so it, it was a, it was a calendar oh, no. But it was my fault, right? I, and I took yeah. account of it for it, and I and I held my hands up, and I was, I was, you know, it's one of those things. But I'm, I'm not trying to be big-headed here, but at all, by the way. I think the, <laughs> no, it's, it's, mate. It's, I think with stuff like this, it's especially when we're talking about like quite serious. I mean, as much as we're talking about like light-hearted and stuff, when it comes to like accountability and you know giving yourself a tough time, like it's these kind of kind of conversations that push me forward. 
So yeah. I really appreciate like the honesty and stuff like that. So now I think it's a really important conversation to have. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, I think it, it's just doing what you say you will, doing doing what you say you will, and not only that, but absolutely throwing everything you've got at it to make sure that you you're delivering the best possible version of what you're delivering. Yeah, if you know what I mean. So well, it is, isn't it? Consistency is yeah. key. I mean, you've yeah. only, especially in those kind of situations, like you've only kind of got yourself to blame. So if you're not going to be consistent with any kind of routine or any kind of thing that you're throwing yourself into you kind of you can't really be that surprised when it fails yeah because yeah you know you can't be all fart and no poo in this generation <laughs> sorry for the that's the first thing that came into my head when <laughs> yeah no you, you, it's that's absolutely spot on <laughs> apologize to anyone listening to that that was actually just no, that's, true. The that's the perfect true. analogy <laughs> I want to ask, like, so, like you said, like you get flown like around the world to sing at some like incredible weddings. Do you have you ever been given like a set list and thought, oh god? Um, well, you, don't, to, well, you do have to answer it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, 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 please don't hold back. Ask me anything. Seriously, I'm, I'm using this to be a totally open book. It makes me feel better when I do so. Uh, so <laughs> please don't hold back. But yeah, so in terms of the song requests and stuff, yeah, oh my God, yeah. You do get asked to play some some strange uh, choices, but I think um, there's only really been once where I've had to do it. And I think I learned from that, right? And, and yeah. so, so every time I have a conversation with someone uh, about a, a booking and I can see it moving in that direction, I'm like, hang on. like Because the thing is with, with, with me being a, a singer and a guitarist, it can yeah. take hours, sometimes days, to learn, perfect, and uh, yeah. you know, refine a song to the point where it's ready to perform. So, and I think that's a lot. Of, a lot of the time, what people don't understand when they book a musician is that not only does that musician have to learn <laughs> have to learn the chords to that song, but they also have to rem remember every single lyric without any prompts of any kind, yeah. uh, and then you know coordinate the two, and uh, as well as getting it to a point where you it's the standard that you want to perform it at because you, you know you know the last thing you want to do is be messing up a song and yeah. oh, oh, forgotten the lyric do, do you know what i mean so and that takes hours you know it really does if someone wants it's a to lot of dedication a song, honestly it, i think it, that's what i have so many the amount of musicians that i've had on this show and honestly i'm in awe of them because it's it takes some kind of you know not not confidence but like determination and dedication because yeah just for even like for like what a two three minute song like yeah. you put a lot of people, I don't think under like stand how much time effort has gone in into yeah. the background of that. Literally, I no, I would amazing. say hundreds, hundreds of hours, hundreds of hours of practicing and playing. Um, you know, and it, yeah, you, you 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 get to a point where you can you can play songs quickly. Um, but like you say, yeah, that you, you know, and I think people when you are when you're booked for an hour set, I think people yeah. just see that hour as 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 the sort of um you know they're booking you for the hour but really what they're booking you for is is the hour performance for the you know five ten fifteen years practice yeah. so, <laughs> no it, it is it's, it's a huge thing and, and it and it does take a long time to refine it and it's not easy you know it's, it, it really isn't easy it's something you've got to stick at and you get, yeah. you only get gradually better at it as well nobody really picks it up and gets really good straight away so it, it so yeah it is and and have you, know, you um have you ever forgotten the lyrics to a song like whilst you're up there singing, yeah. Oh god, I, I do it all the time. To be honest with you, um, 
but there's only really been one occasion where I uh, I mess up the lyrics in a really really critical point, um, yeah. and that was that was during someone's first dance, right? And and no. this guy this guy basically really really sound guy, lovely couple. Um, but he he basically um, made sure that I was free for his wedding day. So he he was he was he had a choice of three wedding days, and he determined which day his wedding was on based on my availability, which was amazing. I was like, wow, like, uh, you know. And you ruined it. No. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let me tell the story, because it actually has turned out, I, I've managed to swing it around a little bit. Um, so anyway, so so they wanted this first dance song, and I, I was in this, uh, this venue, and they had these heaters blowing, right? And it was drying me up, and it really was, right? And that's not my excuse, but that was kind of distracting. Uh, anyway, and it was boiling hot, I, I, and I was I was sort of um, so as I was playing the song, nailed the first verse, nailed the first chorus, and um, but while I was playing, right, I, I was looking at them their their first dance, and they were literally singing every single word to each other, mouthing every word, and I was thinking, if I fuck this up, I, they're gonna know, right? And so that was going from my head. I'm 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 feeling thirsty because these bloody heat fans. <laughs> And I'm thinking everything's going wrong. So, um, so yeah, I got to the second verse and I sang the first line, totally forgot the second line. And so I just kind of was like, repeated the first verse a little bit. <laughs> then sing along if court. you know the words. <laughs> no, mate, I, I completely blagged it, right? I, and yeah, sang a bit more of the first verse, went into the chorus again, invited everyone on the dance floor. Come on, guys. And then, <laughs> Help did me. The again. So, um, but, but while I went, during that point where I messed up, uh, uh, they both looked at me like, like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> <laughs> um, but yeah, I went, I went up to them afterwards and uh, I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry that that happened. Uh, I said, look, I, I've just got a bit choked up. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, and, but um, yeah, but thankfully they were like, honestly, it's it's cool. Like we're so happy that you came and, and sang for us and stuff. So oh. it was it was a, the biggest compliment came out the back of it because they were just really happy that I sang it. And um, and also not. yeah, so I, I basically, <laughs> it's fine. It's, that's that's your version of the song. That's that version's specific to you. So yeah, so no, but it's, it's it was yeah. That's the only time really um, that I've messed up. You know, to the point where it was noticeable. Yeah. You know, I do mess up a lot. I forget the words a lot, but you, you, you know, when you when you do it for years, you, you just learn how to. It's a lot to like remember, though, isn't it? Yeah. No, it is. I don't is. honestly don't know how people like Ed Sheeran who go out there to like, you know, sometimes hundreds of thousands of people, and know surely is you know well they have earpieces and stuff. Surely, so, <laughs> yeah. so they don't forget that. <laughs> it just remind you of your own lyrics. Yeah, yeah you, you must do, mustn't you? Because you can't. <laughs> like, yeah, no, well, well, I don't, I, I don't I, know. I, I think that people like Ed Sheeran and stuff, because because they're 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 singing their own songs they, and they they're rehearsing so much. There, I, I just think that they're it's so natural for them, and I, I don't think yeah. they're really at all. But um, I know that there was a, a few times Amy Winehouse forgot her lyrics, but I think that was because she was um uh I think she was on uh she I think she might have been high at the time. Um, yeah. I actually went I went to watch um which is a shame to be fair, massive shame for obviously huge talent um yeah i went to I went to watch amy winehouse and she f- forgot the words to rehab and this was just about three months before she died but so, so. was this in birmingham uh no it was at uh, isla white festival i think or festival oh. isla white festival i went to i watched her in birmingham um to be fair, it wasn't before she started it was when she was um i think it was when 
that Blake fella she was with was arrested and put him obviously put away she turned up at the stage like they should have cancelled the gig because it was horrible and then I think it's like she spat in the audience and stuff I mean it's one person like even me and my dad were talking about it at the weekend about you know if there was anyone like dead or alive who would you you know want to see live again I was just like Amy Winehouse yeah 100% like she to be fair, it leads quite nicely onto what I was going to ask you next because music is one of my biggest coping mechanisms. Like when I'm, you know, regardless of how I'm feeling, whether I'm happy, sad, or, you know, my anxiety is all over the place, guaranteed I will like whack my headphones in and whatever song or album I'll go to. And Amy Winehouse is a big, you know, kind of big yeah, person yeah. for that for me. With you being a musician, well, like when things get a little bit manic, like where do where do you go? This is this is a very interesting question, and I think my answers will surprise you here, to be honest. Because um, when I drive, if I've got a long drive, right, and I've got yeah. a lot on my mind, and I've got you know stresses, all you know, let's say I've had a domestic issue that I've, I'm stressed yeah. about, you know, or, or whatever. Um, I I don't play music. I sit I sit in silence, and I, oh and wow. I just, I, no, I do, and I, and I just sort of think, and I, and honestly, I I barely ever, and this is really, this is, I think people would be surprised <laughs> about this. Um, I barely ever listen to music while I'm driving, because I, I I find that as a, a sort of a, a oh. place to gather my thoughts and 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 sort of organise my thoughts a bit, and um, so yeah, I, I think my my when I am feeling stressed, my my immediate thing is is let's have some silence and let's think this through. Um, more than anything, than uh, than sort of listening to music, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So I think that has actually quite surprised me. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. expecting but... some kind of like dramatic, kind of like old school kind of vibe then, but no, no. Ah. I, I, I do, I do listen to music, obviously a lot, but um, yeah. If if I've got a lot in my mind, which to be honest with you is, yeah. is a lot of the time. Um, <laughs> I will just drive, I would go in silence and I find when I'm driving, that's the sort of place that for me to, it's almost like meditate. It sounds weird, but it's almost yeah. like meditate. You, you just got no, time to travel your thoughts and um, yeah. And not overthink anything, like not trying to, not trying to distract myself from, from that, those thoughts, I think. But so, so really listening to music is, is, is something that I, I tend to do more of when I'm, when I'm not feeling uh, yeah. you know, anxious or, or stressed or whatever. Um, it, it's, it's something that I, I, I tend to do when I feel good. Um, and it makes me feel better as well. So it's a, it's a strange, it's a strange one, right? But that's that's just I, I've always been. No, like that. if it, if it works, it works. Like I'm, you know, I'm a big believer in whatever kind of coping mechanism, or even if it, you can class it as a coping mechanism, is if it works for you and it kind of gives you that break and that space, you know, in your head that you need. Like no one can sit here and say like, oh, that's wrong. It's the wrong thing to do because if it works for you, it works. With that being said, I've got one final question for you. If you were stuck on a desert island <laughs> and you had one song or one album, what would it be? Oh, God. This is a really, really <laughs> So I was going to message you beforehand and say, I'm going to ask you this, but I like yeah. to see people squirm when I ask it. <laughs> yeah, and, and you just saw me squirm. I think yeah. you just... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so uh, i guess uh, there's a few albums right that i think have have 
have sort of inspired me, I guess, to, to where to, to kind of get to, to perform and to learn songs. Very first album that I really, really tuned into from a from a song learning and acoustic yeah. uh, sort of sing singer songwriter perspective is uh, was Damien Rice. I, d- I don't know how much you know of Damien Rice, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cannonball. That that album <laughs> got an album called Oh, and there's a song. There's a few songs on there um, that I, I learned. They were sort of almost one of the first songs that I'd learned because they were so yeah. so stripped back acoustic that I could really listen to what they, he was playing and so on. But that that album for me is is sort of the was like the the foundations of, of how I sort of yeah. my up. So so that that would be a contender probably because it'll absolutely love that. Album. Um, then you've got things like the, the Kooks. I love the Kooks. You know, you know they, when you go through that sort of yeah. teenage, uh, stage, I listen to Kooks loads. So I think uh, one of the maybe the Kooks uh, Inside In Inside Out. Um, is that the right album name? Yeah, I think it is. There, that one. Strong choice. Great choice. Uh, yeah, a bit of Kanye West. Can't beat a bit of Kanye West sometimes. Oh, early Kanye West, though. Early. Got to be. I mean, I'm a, yeah, 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 I was going to yeah. say, I'm a, I'm a huge Kanye fan, but anyone who says, like, past few years, I'm just like, hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree totally. Mm. I was <laughs> late registration, college dropout sort of type yes. thing. Yes. Um, but you're asking me if I, if I had to listen to one album, I'm giving you a very uh, wide oh, answer. Yeah. Here. <laughs> um, one album. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Damien Rice. I'm gonna stick with the the roots here. Damien Rice o would be my um, go-to. Yeah, brilliant. Look, absolutely love Damien Rice, uh, and I would love to see him live. I've, I've not managed to get tickets for him yet, but yeah. Well, it's coming. Hopefully, with obviously the vaccine coming into play, and you know there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yep. With that. that, what's what is next for you? Like once everything's like done and dusted, hopefully. Is the plans for you to get back out there with your guitar? Yeah, full force. Definitely, and and do you know what? It, I like I say for the last eight or nine months, I've had I've had barely any any conversations with people about new bookings and things like that. Yeah, and it's it's really like the only way I can describe it. It feels like it's emptied me. It's, it feels like I've lost a oh. lot. Of the, I've I've lost a lot of the the things that got me up and going. You know that yeah. The, the sort of drivers that you have within you and, and it's it's sort of really stripped that away from me a bit so and but in the last two or three days I've had probably five or six new inquiries which, which is sort of almost back to normal around about back to normal again um which yeah. is which is brilliant and and so so it's it's kind of given me a bit of life again so I think it's um for me I I, I need to I, I recognize that I've lost a lot of motivation and yeah. uh, a lot of uh, the sort of passion for it kind of was has been suppressed I guess in the last year so for me the the first thing is is getting that back right so and it's it's baby steps again right so getting that back rehearsing all the songs that I know already getting confident at them again knowing that when I step up to a microphone I'm, I'm going to smash that song yeah and, and that's I, I, at the minute if, if you ask me to play my set list now half of them i probably would go up and thinking oh, i'm not sure i've not sang this in a year um so you know i'm not 100 sure about it so it's it's now a point of now at a point where I, I need to just get myself back up to where i was when i left uh, and also the fire's doing, back yeah it's it's, it's it's certainly igniting again definitely and and it's just because they're like you say there's a light at the end of the tunnel and yeah and i'm, I'm getting inquiries and I'm, I'm getting bookings again and uh, not only that though, but I'm also going to be pushing a lot more around doing doing personal songs for people as well. So, one thing that I've just started doing for people, and, and it, it actually started from from somebody approaching me. I, n- I never advertised this. Somebody approached me and, and said, "Can you write a song 
about our relationship uh, and I wanted yeah. our wedding. So I did that. It was a favour for a, wow. uh, my best friend's sister. Um, I did that and she she cried her eyes out basically. Sent me a picture of her face completely soaked. <laughs> Which again, like I said earlier, I get, I get on that emotional level. So I was like... <laughs> yeah, uh, so... So, um, but that sort of made me realise that I can do that, right? And and I and it's that that element of songwriting and, and sort of being able to really tap into people's lives that I love doing. And um, so I think when you say what's next as well, it's it's focusing a lot more on on doing personal things for people and uh, and and giving something giving something to someone that they can keep forever, you know, yeah. that sort of uh, type of thing. And then there's also uh, as well, um, I've got a few songs written that I've not actually recorded and, uh, or anything yet so there's also this sort of songwriting element uh, as well which which will come out as well once i've kind of again once i've uh, sort of raised my bar back up to where yeah. it was it's sort of it's getting that that fire and that motivation to to to, to do that but so i think um yeah i, th I think just that sounds to me like there's an album or ep uh, <clears throat> i think can to start we, with it say that <laughs> no, not not yet. Not an album or EP just yet. I think to, to start with, it'll be just just singles. So, so yeah. I'll be just, and and I, and I don't have a date for any or a plan in particular for the release of them at the minute. But um, the the my thinking is this year is that I I will be just releasing singles, right? And and nothing too flashy or anything like that. Just 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 testing the water, right? How are people reacting yeah. to my own written music? But I think. The, the biggest thing for me that's prevented me from releasing music and stuff in the past before is I've always been really kind of um, like a closed book, uh, I guess. And yeah. I've always struggled to actually really talk about the things that are on my mind and, and are affecting me and, you know, the, yeah. my relationships, my, my family, you know, all the, all the issues that everyone has, right? I've always been quite a closed book in that sense. But I think re more recently, I think I've, I've sort of um, gone, actually, do you know what? I, I should I should tell people my story a bit, and I should I should, yeah. uh, I should talk a bit a bit more about the stuff going on, because I think you know that's where you really get people to relate to you, right? So, so yeah, certainly for me, it's 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 a bit of a mission really now to to get back up to where I was and to um yeah to to, to really put out there some my target in twenty twenty one is to, is to release yeah. two songs uh, into into the public. So two songs, two songs individually for now, and then you know if, if I release two and and, release, uh, and they go really well, maybe a third and fourth will follow. Who knows? But of course they yeah, will. It's um yeah, it's just a case of right, just taking up every opportunity that comes up, isn't it? Right, and um, but yeah, self generating those those opportunities as well. So no, I love that. that hopefully, that I, I, I'm, so, I'm so excited. I'm so because it is is I, I love it the fact that obviously you're local as well, and it's just seeing someone go from like strength to strength with like a genuine talent like i love seeing it and especially yeah. when it comes to like music as well because it's it relates to everyone you know there's no one out there who could say i don't like music you know whether yeah. it's a song whether it's an album it takes them to that like particular memory whether it's happy sad you know like you said like wedding funeral wherever it is it it pulls through an emotion so when you have someone like yourself who can actually take all that kind of like pain, joy, happen, whatever it might be, and put it down on paper, and then to be able to sing it, like I'm genuinely like in awe of anyone who can do that because it's a talent that I genuinely wish that I had, but I sound just, like a dying cat. Every, so. No, everyone's got it in them. Mate. You've just got to, <laughs> you've got to put the time in. That's all it is. You've got to, you've got to, hey, you've got to want to do it, and B, you've got to invest the time in it. So, are you asking me for a feature? 
Alex Say Norman again. featuring Alex Norman featuring Taylor. <laughs> Mate, I'm so down. <laughs> I'm so down for that. <laughs> Your career would be over. <laughs> no, it would not. It would not. Uh, mate, I'm. Do you know what? I I could sit here and talk to you all night, but I'm. To be honest, I want to apologise that it's took me this long to get you on the show because you early no, days, no, not at all. you were one of the names that I wanted. So I'm chuffed. I really appreciate obviously you taking the time to have a waffle with me today. But yeah, where where can people find you? On yeah, on so all my social media is uh, <laughs> all my social media is uh, yeah is uh, like Facebook, Instagram, the lot really is is Alex Norman UK. Um, but yeah, and then. You know, uh, drop me a message on there, show some support. That'd be much appreciated. Of course we will. There's a lot of people that know, listen to this show, go through similar things like with like music and stuff like that, especially when it comes to like showing emotion and kind of getting stuff out. So I know for a fact, a lot of people will relate with what a lot of the stuff that you do. But yeah, thank you so much for joining me. Mate, it's been a real, honestly, really, really has been a uh, pleasure. It's really good to catch up with you as well. It's been a long time since we, since we last caught up, so... Thank you for listening to the Waffle Shop podcast with me, Taylor James. Huge thank you to my very special guest today, the incredible Alex Norman. If you haven't checked him out already, make sure you check out his socials because he's got an incredible voice. Don't forget, if you've liked what you've heard, hit the subscribe button and I'll see you next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon. <laughs>